Hello, everybody. Welcome back into your podcast, episode 11. For those of you who don't know, this is a podcast where we talk about what you want to hear. Last time, we talked about Valentine's Day. We talked about esports. We talked about smells. We talked about the Hall of Fame. We talked about a bunch of stuff. However, episode never got posted. There are some audio issues. Then I moved back across the country. Wiz, who's here with me, is deep in some bar prep. That's what, on Wednesday, right, Wiz? Tuesday and Wednesday, so, you know, nice little two-parter. There we go. So that's why that never got posted. Um, We're going to talk today. And again, for those of you who don't know, we talk about what you want to hear. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Your podcast underscore OG with Chad and Wiz. And yeah, let's get right into it. Um, That song you just heard, it was suggested by our good friend Spencer on our last podcast. So that's what that song is. Wiz, do you remember? Yes, Anderson Pack, Bruno Mars, Silk Sonic. Um, after last uh, night. Can't remember the name of it. After last night. That's what it was. So shout out Spencer. All, all classic. He came shout on. We Spencer. we did a, a an episode the day that the the Hall of Fame dropped for the MLB. They dropped the ball and didn't put on Barry, our boy Barry Bonds in for no reason. I mean, it's for steroids, but for no real reason. And um, I don't want to talk about that too much, except for it's a giant travesty. The MLB sucks at what they do. And I don't think anything is more clear than the fact that right now there's no nothing going on and the MLB could have the spotlight and instead they're in labor negotiations and not playing at all. So good job, MLB. Um, the one thing we do want to talk despicable. about, yeah, despicable. And speaking of despicable, there's a case right now, Wiz, that you and I both don't think is getting enough, enough play. And that's the case of Tyler Skaggs. So for those of you who don't know, couple years ago Tyler Skaggs a pitcher for the Los Angeles Angels he died of an apparent overdose it was uh, fentanyl was the what they say was like the killer drug but he was found with fentanyl he was found with cocaine and um, not Percocet but Vicodin he was found with a whole bunch of narcotics and and pharmaceuticals in his system he died and then in kind of a crazy story the guy's name is Eric K who's a communications worker for the Angels or who was he was charged with distributing narcotics and basically mm. with, for murder in, in like a kind of convoluted way. And that came down, the, the judgment came down yesterday. He was found guilty. So he is guilty of distributing narcotics and wild scene. Also just kind of, I don't understand why this isn't getting more play. We were talking about it was you haven't heard about it on ESPN. You haven't heard about it really anywhere. Not a lick. And I don't, that's got to be by design. There's no way the MLB looks good in this story, right? They had a, mm-hmm. a player. And the other thing too, that I do have to give some love. If you guys want like more in depth about this, check out Conduct Detrimental, a podcast with Dan Lust and Dan Wallach. The last two episodes were 45 minutes each or so, a deep dive into this case and the very nitty gritty law stuff about it. But we, we'll give you the spark notes, but essentially what's happening. I mean, they had a guy running a drug operation within the organization. They found drugs in his desk at Angel Stadium. There's just not, there's just, there's no way as someone who's worked for a professional organization, wild move by Eric K. I don't understand what he was doing. I don't understand. I get the, the whole idea of wanting to feel like one of the guys. I completely understand. And, exactly. you know, wanting to be the guy that the guys call and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, what a scumbag. And 
Eric K is dead and it's, or pardon me, Tyler Skaggs is dead. And I personally think this is going to shine a light on some big issues in, in sports and in just kind of culture. Cause it, this is this whole movement, or I shouldn't say movement, but this whole situation with people dying of narcotic overdose and overdoses from over-the-counter drugs and these athletes getting addicted to drugs because of them being described it for pain, prescribed it for pain management and just with no regards for what their life looks like after they're no longer an athlete. I mean, it happened in the NHL. Jimmy Hayes passed away from, I believe, I don't want to speak on that without knowing 100%, but I believe that was uh, narcotics as well. But just tough, tough. The fentanyl. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, like fentanyl is like, you know, clearly like, you know, one of the top, killers of like our generation Tyler Skaggs was in our generation I think might be like somewhere in between years of mine's age age so like you know just the idea that like you know these illicit drugs were like peddled through like actual employees of like a professional sports organization it's kind of like the manifest of like things that have kind of been building like this in sports in general for a while I mean like everyone knows about the 80s and like how like you know the cocaine circus of the you know Chicago Bulls Lawrence Taylor was you know famously like hitting lines of cocaine before games. Um, even as recently as the Seattle Seahawks or Richard Sherman, they were known as the Seattle Seahawks because they were abusing Adderall before games and stuff. So, you know, kind of like you said, like this has the potential to really shine a light on like, you know, the kind of underbelly of like, you know, um, drug abuse and athletes, because I mean, athletes, as much as like, you know, we put them on a pedestal, they're just like, you know, regular people. They want to get high, just like, you know, certain percentage of the population that exists so um the idea that like an actual you know up-and-coming player died at the hands of a team employee is something that clearly the MLB doesn't want to handle especially in these times but I can't imagine that this is going to go without being heard especially from his family because now that we have like a criminal conviction we're going to get like a lawsuit against the team for negligence and all that kind of stuff and it's just it's this isn't going to go away anytime soon so um this is really just the beginning just like you said and it also brought up an interesting thing do you ever have memories that get kind of activated from your past that you you knew about but you forgot have you ever heard of the pittsburgh drug trials no i had i had heard about this but again until they started talking about it until i started reading about it there was uh in 1985 major league baseball had a huge cocaine scandal and you knew that because mm-hmm. of the Mets and how they were with all of their guys and Daryl Strawberry and all those stories. But basically, there's like big names on this, like Vida Blue, Keith Hernandez, Tim Raines, Alan Wiggins, Willie Mays, Willie Stargell. They were all basically charged with like amphetamine and and cocaine distribution and like doing cocaine. And they ended up being 11 suspensions because, because of it all of them were commuted in exchange for like drug testing and fines and CBA stuff. But yeah, like uh, Milner, John Milner, who's a kind of not a nobody, but he's a solid MLB player. He bought two grams of cocaine during a game, during a Pittsburgh Pirates game in the stands. What? Could you what imagine the fuck? that? <laughs> that is absolutely insane. Yeah. And that's like, crazy. I'm, Tim Raines, who I, I believe didn't Tim Raines just make it into the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah, he Did just he? made it. 
Did he? Yeah. I think he just did. Yeah. So Tim Raines, mm-hmm. by the way, admitted to carrying a gram of cocaine on his person during games and said he wouldn't slide head first because he didn't want to break the vial. And my, it's just That's wild. And so that all happened. But they yeah. said basically they thought that was going to spur the change for drug policy. But then, of course, 10 years later, about steroids start maybe a little earlier than that. Then, of course, now you have the narcotics and you have the doctor baseballs and you have it, it's not going away. Cheating will always be a thing. It'll always. Anyways, so all that happened. Tyler Skaggs, of course, it doesn't bring them back. It is good to see someone be held accountable. Um, pretty moving testimony from his wife. If you want to cry, you should listen to that. Just talks about what he left behind and all that kind of stuff. But that happened. And then um, switching gears here in a, there's no good way to switch off of a topic about death and destruction and all that and drugs and everything. But um, we have a couple parts to this show. So one of them is if there's anything we want to talk about that we want to shine a light on, we're going to talk about it. I.E. what you just heard. Tyler Skaggs, a guy taken way too young, made the MLB you know, was the one in a million player that everyone wants to be and got it taken away because of addiction and his choices mixed with what it seems like is a guy trying to, you know, hurt him. And now he's going to spend the rest of his life in jail, most likely. Um, So that all happened, but that was what we wanted to talk about. Now we had some fan suggestions. Fans wanted us to talk. This was kind of a one we molded, but Wiz wanted to talk and a couple fans about Things we thought were going to be important in life that ended up not being important. So, you know, you're told all these things growing up that like it's gospel that you have to do this and you have to do that. And just kind of what we agree with from that, what we disagree with and all that type of stuff. So, Wiz, first of all, what what brought this up with you? Is there something in your life that you thought was going to be a bigger deal that isn't anymore? Um. Yeah, kind of just like, um, you know, with uh, my whole professional career, you know, kind of hitting a little bit of a hiccup having to retake the bar and like everything moving forward, you know, just kind of makes you reevaluate, you know, everything you've been like at least told in terms of like, you know, your professional advancement and everything. And it kind of makes you realize like exactly what is important. It's not always about like, you know, being the best or achieving the most, but it's really more about not giving up as opposed to, you know, the uh those who like you know are always like number one in the class you know just knocking everything everything out of the park never failing like you know you always we're always kind of growing up that like to, almost a fear of failure in order to succeed but you almost have to embrace it now mm-hmm. so um that's just something that i've been like you know personally like you know exploring in that concept and really embracing the failures is because like that's how you learn so like mm-hmm. i guess the fear of failure is something that i thought was more important than it is when it really should be like you know, you embrace it, you take your head on, you learn from it. Yeah, like failure itself, almost. Like, you yeah, know, like, exactly. and being able to use it. I'm with you on that. I think that I've learned much more from failure than success, obviously. Um, here's a hot mm-hmm. take, too, that when I was looking this up, a lot of people said school. You know, school was not important, and they said it was. I'm one who, personally, I think if you did well in school, there's no way to judge this. But I think if you got good grades in school and you played that game and you understood how to do that, I think that you're probably, if not more successful, you have more options because all school Mm -hmm. is, all the university is, all that is, is showing how well you can follow directions, right? When you think about, think about like a push or bio or whatever, 
you know, you're not being graded. They tell you what's on the tests. You know everything that's on it. It's just if you mm-hmm. want to learn it or not. So if you exactly. don't learn it, is that because you're stupid? No, it's because you didn't try, right? Or you didn't mm-hmm. have time. I'm not saying if you, school's not for everybody. And I know that I'm saying it's easy and it's not. And this might be a hot take, but I think school is still important. I think that you oh, don't need it. Yeah. I think that if you're, if you, there are people who are plenty successful without school. And for anyone who says Bill Gates didn't go to school, Bill Gates is a thousand times smarter than you. So stop saying that. But for people, <laughs> you know, like if you took the average person at 25 and said, how much money are you making? One went to college and one didn't, or what's their net worth? The person who's 25 who went to school probably has less money because they went to school. They bought that. They probably have some debt. But if you did that same judge with those same two people at 35, that you would be different. Because I'm looking right exactly. now. I'm looking right now at jobs and it's, you know, the, the salaries that are being thrown around are something that I just, I guess you don't know your value until you're really going into the market. You say, well, he has the same degree as me and about the same qualifications and has been working the same amount of time and he's getting paid this. So, you know, she's getting paid that. So maybe that's what I should be making. And exactly. It is interesting. Not that that's something, but when I was talking about this, about things I thought would be important, I came up with some funny ones. Also, just every mm-hmm. piece of technology along the way that I thought was going to be important that just never was, you know, like I asked my mom God, about God. this. Yeah, because my mom's, you know, 60 plus. I asked her and she was saying, mm-hmm. you know, the pager and phone books and home phones and that type of stuff, which is all true. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just a different time. But the the ones that I found were some that like, I don't know if this is just me. I thought quicksand would be a much bigger issue in my life. Like, I, I don't know that's, if that's, that's something. Yeah. It's like cartoons, I guess, or what, what did it? But I really thought, <laughs> I was talking about this with someone. I really thought I was going to have to deal with quicksand, like on a daily basis. Exactly. Like, don't drive like down you, the 405 like today. The, There's quicksand over there. What? <laughs> exactly yeah and then like especially in california you know sometimes like you'll hear about quicksand you know actually happening so like you know a bridge or some cars or something so you're like oh my god like i gotta be on the lookout at all times mm-hmm. but then you know yeah and then also kind of going off of that one thing that i always thought i'd have to worry about just because like you know when you were when you're along the coast you see the signs like tsunami warnings mm-hmm. so about tsunamis were like a regular thing <laughs> so i'm always like on the lookout for like the next tsunami and then you know i mean knock on wood 26 years old now uh, birthday was two days ago shout out but uh, mm-hmm. I you know having experienced a tsunami. So, yeah, I would say go along those lines, like, you know, tsunami is definitely not as a big part of my life as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Let's go on to just um, there's a lot of things. Middle school relationships, like w- relationships really until you're like 22 or 21 plus, I thought were a huge thing. But they don't they don't even really count. Like if you dated oh, someone no. and like if someone asks how many relationships I've had. I don't count the girls that I had relationships, air quotes, with in, high, in middle school and high school. I count, you know, yeah. the girls that have met my family and the girl, like, I, that's who I count, right? And um, Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, you're just a child back then, you know, you don't, you don't really know what a true relationship entails. Speaking of that, partner, so. speaking of that, it was just Valentine's Day. And our last episode, we oh, talked yeah. about that. We talked about Valentine's Day. We talked about how that was. Wiz, how was your Valentine's? 
Man, it was fantastic. Not gonna lie, my girlfriend, uh, shout out to Gabby. Uh, maybe she'll listen to this, probably not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she she came out to San Francisco um, on Valentine's. We uh, we hit the Asian art mu- art museum and hit like it had like a uh, like an immersive art exhibit where like mm-hmm. you know it shined like a whole light and like all kinds of like uh, visual effects like throughout the entire room, like ceiling to the floor. So it was pretty dope. Uh, went to like this really good Italian restaurant and then we stayed at this ho- the hotel above the restaurant. And it was kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of like a Euro vibe. It felt a lot like you're in like France or like Spain or something. And it was, uh, it was really cool. It was in downtown SS and it was dope. That sounds fun. Sounds yeah. like fun. What you gotta do? Mine was pretty good. So I had the interesting situation. It was my girlfriend's birthday on Valentine's Day. That's so right. it was, I ended up deciding that it, it was good and bad for completely different reasons because mm-hmm. planning for a birthday with a, with a holiday that's supposed to be just you and your partner is very hard because there, you have to have multiple events because you can't, you can't exactly. tell them what they want to hear while they're with all their friends. So mm-hmm. not even what they want to hear. You can't tell them what they deserve to hear. But basically mm-hmm. we did a thing in the morning that was just me and her. And I gave her, you know, her birthday present and also a Valentine's Day present type thing. We went and got some food and we went to our favorite spot and did all that. And then I came back at night and got, I brought over some sushi for like her and her friends and a cake and all that. And then watched a movie. I finally got her to start watching Breaking Bad. Great show. There we go. The only problem is now I want to rewatch it. And we only watch like an episode a day. So it's getting <laughs> it's getting kind of tough. Yeah, but, like when we heard this up because it was what forty five minute hour long episodes. Yeah, forty two. They're made for TV mm-hmm. hours. But um, yeah, but yeah. So it was a great day. It was a lot of fun. It is weird though because now there's no holidays for a long time, right? My birthday's not yeah. until November. Her birthday's not until next February. So it's just it'll be interesting because now there's nothing for a while. But yeah. it was great. I mean, unless, awesome. you, unless you recognize St. Patty's Day, you know, that's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I should say, I should have let off with this, I guess. I moved back. I'm back in California. So I'm back Don't on go. California time. I flew first well, class. Wet. I felt like I, my, my life has completely changed. Um, <laughs> it was awesome. Back. It was awesome. That's 100%. Maybe, I don't know if you're the same way, Wiz. If, if you're going to give me a trip, right? And mm-hmm. you're going to say, hey, you're going to spend $5,000 on this trip. And... I think from now on, if it's more than like a five or six hour flight, I am working first class into my, into my budget. I just, am. yeah, you kind of have to, it's just yeah. so much nicer. And yeah, I've, I've kind of like met the middle ground and gone for like premium economy here and there. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like when I went to Europe this past, um, this past fall, I went, I went premium economy, which was cool, but yeah, I definitely agree. Like, you can't you can't be doing economy for like a, anything longer than a four hour flight, and it's a, it it really is. If you're telling me like you're gonna stay at the Holiday Inn instead of the Hilton, but you get to fly first class, I'm taking that a hundred percent. I'm taking that for sure. Exactly. Not to mention you get the lounge. I went to the Alaska Lounge and it was awesome. But um, yeah, no. the lounge access will change your life because like mm-hmm. I didn't know that you get like because my girlfriend's credit card that like, you get lounge access and bring guests. And when we went in there, I was like, wait a minute, this is how like the 1% lives. Like, <laughs> what are those Republicans talking about that tax code? Let me, let's get down yeah. to that. <laughs> but then, <laughs> this is what you guys talk about. I think I can fuck with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was a good time. Uh, 
left a situation I was not happy with um, on this side. And it was funny, man. I, uh, I read this book that it, it's, I don't even know how to describe it because it's not like self-help. It's called The Way to Love. It's by Anthony DeMello or DeMelio or something is his name. Mm-hmm. It's a good book, except you can only get it in like three inch by six inch, which is really annoying. It, or not six inch, like three inch by four inch. It's like, it's like a little square. It's like a pocketbook. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it talks a lot about like possession and happiness and how like you really don't need that much, right? Aside from water and shelter and food, like everything else that you have in your life is really like just an add on. And if it's not making you happy and not, you know, fulfilling a part of your life that you need, you shouldn't have it because why is it there mm-hmm. otherwise? It just changed my perspective on some things, granted. of the book I think is complete BS just because it, it follows a code that I just don't agree with, but there are good nuggets Mm -hmm. in it. And it was funny. I was talking, uh, Josie, my girlfriend's reading that book. I was talking with her about it. And I was like, man, like I just like, (laughs) I was like so unhappy there and it was a mix, right? It wasn't all the job. It was just that I didn't like being there. It was cold. I didn't have family. I didn't have friends. And I came back and I've been coaching baseball again. It's so much fun to coach baseball. And it's just like, I think it's just what I needed, right? It's, I needed to be able to feel, I needed to have fun again, basically is what, what the point of it is. And it's not, I don't know, not enough people, I think, prioritize that. Like you need to, you need to pay the bills. You need to make money, of course, but you know, you can't, you can't forget about the fact that you, you have to enjoy your life. (laughs) Otherwise, like, what are we doing here? Exactly. I mean, it's kind of the inverse of what we're talking about, you know, like enjoying your life was something we weren't taught to like prioritize, but mm-hmm. it's actually the most important. Because, you know, when you're happy, you're actually doing things you like, you know, you end up, you know, your obligations and work, you end up performing better just because like you've actually taken care of yourself. So yeah, bro, definitely. I'm glad, I'm happy for you. Uh, glad you got out of that situation. Glad to have you back on the West Coast. Oh yeah. And it's like over there, it's like 15 degrees and sleeting and here it's 75. <laughs> so I definitely- That's crazy. I definitely won that one. But um, the last thing I want to talk about was something that happened to me yesterday, actually. So we don't have a video aspect, but I'm in a different spot now. I'm taking care of my sister's house for the week. And my sister has a dog. Uh, his name's Tony. Great guy. And he um, is, a, is a pit bull boxer mix. And so for those of you who don't know, he's a, he's a pretty gnarly looking dog. He's yeah, about that's 70 a, that's a high pounds. energy dog, too. Oh yeah. He bounces off the walls. Yeah. He's granted most respectful, sweet, kind, just loving little guy, but he's like mm-hmm. 75 pounds and he runs around and he's pretty <laughs> big. And so my sister was yeah. telling me, she's like, yeah, take him to the dog park, watch him. But like everyone there knows Tony and like knows what's going on. And have you ever been to a dog park Wiz? Oh, absolutely. Have you like been to one consistently or no? Like, I would go once a week with one of my friends when I lived in Vegas, mm-hmm. but they had a small dog. So I never, yeah. like, went with, like, a big dog. Dude, it's a whole ecosystem. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, they were telling me these stories subculture, about... subculture, right? It's nuts, man. I, I yeah. And I drive by it every day, and I never realized that this was, like, a thing. But, yeah, so Tony... <laughs> Tony got into a little, a little tussle with another dog, and... Again, no one said anything. No one did anything really. Like no one freaked out because everyone knows Tony and everyone knows the dogs. And they're like, oh yeah, they've fought before. And then this girl who was out there who was like the most alpha female I've ever met, 
who like runs this thing like she's a dictator uh her name's oh, i don't remember her name sarah maybe alex but she came over to me and she's like yeah so if your dogs if your dog's in a fight you need to grab them by the back legs and pull them away and i was like oh okay because i was grabbing them by like the front trying to get them off and granted when i say mm-hmm. fight they were growling at each other and they kind of had each other's like neck scruff but it wasn't like yeah you know, no blood was drawn no yelps anything they were just growling at each other and uh um, yeah she goes yeah you pull them by the back legs i said oh okay and then she goes yeah so what happened there was ringo was the dog that fought tony and she was like ringo lives with daphne and daphne is very ringo's very protective of daphne and i'm like okay and then she goes tony loves to play with monty and i was like all right and then she goes tony very protective of monty and i'm like this is wild that you know all this and then yeah she keeps going and she's like yeah so then basically daphne and monty were playing and they started going at each other and then Tony went in to protect Monty and then Ringo went in to protect Daphne. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> glad I know that now, but uh, yeah, it was just wild. And then they like took Ringo out and she like walked over and had like a serious talk with the guy and was like, I just don't think your dog is a dog park dog anymore. I'm like, this is wild. She's like running this shit. Like, this is crazy. This is a public park. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. What the- <laughs> but uh that is wild yeah it's basically it was like funny. an episode of mean girls but with dog owners yeah it is and it's yeah it's, it's a whole <laughs> subculture it's unbelievable yeah. and dog parks are also pretty cool in terms of mm-hmm. there's so many nice people there and it might just be this dog park but everyone's mm-hmm. nice and it was oh you're james brother blah 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 and i'm like yeah you know talking whatever but it is a it was a pretty funny thing i drove home yesterday i was like what the hell was that that was a whole <laughs> that was a the whole thing you kind of you kind of just like dropped yourself into another world you know like yeah. you know everybody talks about like what what would you say to an alien like if they dropped into you know today's culture you literally dropped into another planet <laughs> like entering that dog park and my yeah my, i called my sister about it because i felt like that was something she should know she was just kind of like yeah. oh yeah that's fine it happens i was like that was wild i can't believe that that just happened <laughs> and then i was i was like gonna take him to the dog park today and i was like you know i'll walk i think i'm fine i'm just gonna walk him that sounds, yeah. that, sounds okay. that sounds better. Yeah, maybe find an open field, just let them run a little bit. <laughs> but no, it was it was a whole subculture that I just didn't know existed that was fascinating mm. to me. I did love it though. It was pretty funny. But um, yeah, so that was that. Very interesting. But um, yeah, is there anything else? Did fans have any other suggestions this week? I think that was it. We didn't post about this episode this week because our lives have been crazy like they always are. Um, but <laughs> We uh we are gonna, hopefully we're about to slow down though. Yeah, we are about let's, to start. Yeah, looks like we're about to slow down this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. we are about to start drafting our best combinations. So our best combinations, um, and yeah, I think that's about what we can do. Again, for those of you, two parts. First part is everything topical, fan suggestions, all that fun stuff. The second part's a draft. Last week, we drafted Valentine's Day things. Uh, or pardon me, we drafted, last episode was smells. We drafted our favorite smells. I wiped the floor and that one dominated. Don't even want to talk about it. The final poll was like 87 to 13. I took it. Um, <laughs> no, every dog has his day. Yeah, but uh, this was week. not my we, day. This week, we're drafting best combinations. And. For those of you who want to play along at home or who wonder, we're not talking like bread and cheese to make pizza. Like we're talking pizza and a drink or pizza and this or 
baseball and that, right? Like the best combination of things. That's what we're talking about. So, um, all right, Wiz, I'm holding a number one or two. What is it? Two. All right. Do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. I'll go second. You know, I'll defer to halftime to the second half. All right. All right. So <laughs> my first pick for the best combination, I went with an actor combination because this is mm. the actor combination for some of my favorite comedies. And if you don't like it, that's fine. Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. It is one of my favorite oh my combinations gosh. you're going to have. Step Brothers is, in my opinion, top 10 comedy since 2000. Maybe, maybe even higher than that. Maybe top five if you're, if you're giving it that. But, I mean, they're in that. Two. Yeah, and then the other one, too, is Talladega Nights, which is also just a banger. And then they were yeah. in Watson and Holmes together, too. They're just – those two <laughs> – the funny thing is, too, I can't tell you a single movie John C. Riley's in. Oh, no, he's in the – never mind. He's in the – was it the Johnny Cash movie? He's in some other movie with that yeah. Walk, walk the line. Is he in that? Um, or yeah, walk yeah, to he's in the Johnny Cash movie. For, yeah, yeah, definitely in the Johnny Cash movie. And I think he's in um, some 90s movie that was pretty famous. Yeah. But he played but, like a series role, which yeah. is weird to see. Yeah, I know. Will Ferrell, in my opinion, is just anything he's in is good. Uh, I could have done Will Ferrell and whoever he stars with because he's good with Mark Wahlberg. He's good with Kevin Hart. He's good with whoever. But um, yeah, that's going to be my number one pick, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. That was, that was an elite pick. I'm not going to lie, you did poach me. He, they weren't my first pick, but they were definitely on my list. Uh, I mean, you know, Tal Degenai is probably my favorite movie of all time. So, you know, just going to have to shift gears here. My, my number one pick for best combination, Shaq and Kobe, the one-two punch, yeah. the ultimate combo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah had to do it for my guy, RP, RP the, uh, the Black Mamba. But, yeah. That was an easy number first overall pick. See, if I was to if I was to have a gripe with this, which I don't really, if I did, it mm. would be that there are better duos before them and after that just put up more numbers. But in terms of this iconic, true. and in terms of yeah. by the way, side note. So I was talking with one of my friends today. Who do you think is the most mm. likable athlete of our generation? Because Shaq is in that conversation. most likable athlete it is not Shaq the one I came up with was Ichiro I think Ichiro I've never heard someone say a bad word about Ichiro that's very true Ichiro's up there um hmm yeah I mean the only one I could think of is like Peyton Manning that kind of touches like you know Shaq like you know because you know they're both actually funny and then Mm -hmm. they're also like you know very cool and then obviously amazing players so But Shaq and yeah, Kobe, that, funny. The, most, can, yeah. the most likable with maybe the most unlikable, even though I loved Kobe for how he was on the court, but he was one of the more controversial players ever, really. So yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting combination for them, too. But that is a that's a good pick. I, I was going to go sports, but I just didn't. Mm. I, I, I love it, but I just, you know, it's personal. Yeah. <laughs> it's personal. Like, like that, mine that was, was like, yeah. Mine's like Patrick Marlowe and Joe Thornton, and no one's going to care about that. But just watching them yeah, play exactly. forever. So, um, my yeah, second I pick. Go one sports pick. Oh yeah, my second. I ended up doing two two foods instead. My second pick. This mm. one, I, I I think this one will be good. It's going to be rain and sleeping in. Don't know why. Ooh. Whenever you're, whenever it rains, like I just that. lose all motivation to do anything. 
It's just, mm. it's just how it goes. Um, at least in the first hour of the day and something about, I think it's cause in California, it doesn't ever happen. So something about waking up to that sound and that smell on like a Sunday and just being like, you know, I don't have to do anything for a couple hours. I'm going to just kick. I'm going to just watch some Netflix. Hang out. Hang out. Yeah. Um, exactly. But yeah, so that's my number two, rain and sleeping in. I like it. Um, but yeah. You got anything else to say about that one? What do you like? Oh, man. I'm a huge rainy day vibes guy. I really like, you know, growing up, a big reason why I even moved to San Francisco is because, you know, you get a little bit more rain than SoCal, not as much as like I thought, which, you know, is, is actually, you know, better. But yeah, I, I fucking love the rain. Anything having to do with like that gray overcast vibe is my thing. Mm-hmm. Got you. So that's a, that's a great second pick. My second overall pick is going to be good music and like really high quality speakers. Yeah. Like at the house. Yeah. You know, everybody yeah. has their own music taste, so I'm not going to like put an artist or a label on it, but like just your favorite music. And if you have like, a good sound bar underneath your TV or like, a good stereo system in your car, like, yeah, just anything having to do with music and like good speakers. Yeah, that's definitely, that's a, it's one if you want one upgrade to your home entertainment system, don't get the TV, don't get get the speakers. The speakers make it so much better. Right? Yeah. If you have it, if you have in a, the movie. Yeah, no, for real. If you can set up surround sound and you're good enough at, you know, basic level common sense technology to do that, that's a hundred percent the move you should make because it makes it sound so much better. Um, Definitely. that's a good that's a good pick, especially with rap music or like EDM. You know, might not play as much if you're listening to country or classic rock, but <laughs> but with the with with any music made 2000 and later, it really really does. Or I would say 1990 and later, it really makes a difference. Um, my third pick is one that I think they're as dependent on each other as anything. It's ketchup and French fries. I um. I I don't think I would eat French fries if there was no ketchup. Like I just don't. I've never seen something that's more designed for a specific condiment than french fries but i'm about to come at you with the curveball i might get canceled for this hmm. i like ranch better than ketchup for french fries yeah i just don't like ranch like ranch on anything <laughs> i can't i can't do it's it's just yeah. a, i don't know what it is but it's just there's the only other acceptable one in my opinion is barbecue sauce with french fries but other than that, I mean, ranch with French fries. I guess if you like ranch, it's fine. But, and the thing is with ketchup, I, I am known to like a lot of ketchup. But I really eat ketchup only on potatoes. Like, I'm starting to think about it now. It's really mostly on potatoes and, like, breakfast in general. Other than that, I kind of yeah. don't eat a lot of it. <laughs> so, but, you, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, when it comes to fries, are you a squirt the ketchup all over guy or are you a dipper? No, I, I want to know what those people do because I don't I don't know how they make it through the day with like you, your hands get ketchup on them. What are you doing? Yeah. You're, never, you're killing I, trees by using that many napkins. I never got it. It's the same thing with, you know, our people, California people, whatever. The animal style fries, never liked it either. Mm. I never liked it. Granted, it's a salad dressing thing. It's a Thousand Island type sauce that I don't like. If you want to, if you want to go with some grilled onion and cheese fries, unreal. They have those at, at In-N-Out too, but Fire. ketchup, ketchup and French fries. Those are, that's my, uh, that's my third pick. I like it. 
So that's what we're going with. What do you got for number three? That's a classic All-American pick. My third uh, overall, you know, I, I tend to be a bit of a cinephile. I love movies. So opening night for a new movie and then like the movie theater, butter popcorn. That's, that's, mm -hmm. my, that's my combo right there. Nice. Like, it has to be like, you know, a movie you've been like anticipating, you've seen the commercials. And I'm going the first, the first night that we can see this thing. And mm -hmm. then you get that popcorn, large, extra buttery fire. Mm -hmm. I don't even think it's butter. I think it's like some kind of like oily concoction that tastes. Yeah, like no butter. shot is better. No shot. It's like butter. it's like it's like butter. It's like butter flavored butter. But um, yeah. <laughs> but did you see uh, did you see Spider Man? Oh, so good. I, yeah. I saw it opening night. That was the first Marvel movie I think I'd seen since Iron Man two. Really. And, and like half of Civil War I watched and walked out because I'm like this is stupid. But um, yeah. I found out what it is too. I don't like the battle scenes. I don't like the fights. Because I'm like, okay, Spider-Man's not going to die. So let's just wait until all of his enemies die. And then we can get yeah. back to the parts that I like. Because the the scenes with Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and Tom Holland were hilarious, I thought. Like the three of them oh, yeah, interacting great. as Peter Parker and Spider-Man. So funny, <laughs> I think. Andrew Garfield had a heat check performance in that movie. He did. He did. Yeah, like everyone hated him as Spider-Man, but then when he came back as a Spider-Man, everyone loves him again. I'm like, what happened? You know, I liked mm -hmm. him as Spider-Man, but you know, he, his movies were not a success. He was also unreal in the social network. I know that was 12 years ago. Great. He's so Still great. Good. I just saw that like last week. He's like the best actor in that movie, I think. Him and JT. By JT far. plays a really good, just like unrelenting douchebag. But, um, so that's that one. My fourth pick, probably the one I'm like it's close to my heart i'm gonna go middle school dances and axe body spray i don't think there's a better combination <laughs> oh i just don't God, think yeah that's so funny i just don't think there's a better combo than those two i can remember just drenching myself in axe of body spray when i was 13 thinking i was gonna kiss some girl or whatever but wild just yeah, that, I had my first kiss is, at a middle hilarious. school dance. First we kiss. Act, which 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 act did you get though? That's that's the real question. Were you a chocolate uh, the, guy? It was no, I was a chocolate guy after a while, but I was it was mm -hmm. blue. It was blue with the white. It was like the blue couple lines with white the other way. I don't know what that was called. Also, stand one. Yeah, shocking that Axe body yeah. spray and Five Gum aren't the same company. Their marketing yeah, they, and their they, packaging. They Mm -hmm. similar same vibes yeah Very same, same vibes. vibes but yeah middle school dances and axe body yeah. spray it's gonna be my my number my number four that that's a great one um you know that one's actually hard to top honestly that one threw me for a world uh my my fourth one is not nearly as nostalgic um mine's gonna be good friends on a road trip uh yeah. you know if you just got a good group good group of folks and you know you guys are heading out for, you know, not a long road trip, but I'm, talk, I'm not talking cross country. I'm talking maybe like, you know, five, six hours at most. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, always going to be a vibe. Always going to be a vibe. My question is I almost picked, um, like, we'll get into the, the, the picks after that I almost picked because there's a part of that that I was going to pick for mine. But good friends in a road trip mm -hmm. is good. It is fun because then, you, you know, it's so much easier. Driving with people and people you like, so much easier. And there's the one friend who's oh like, I can't mm -hmm. drive because he falls asleep 30 seconds into the drive. And you're like, this just isn't an acceptable excuse. You need to wake up and drive. 
but um exactly that's also me so i can't really talk but <laughs> my uh my fifth one it's dying i want to be clear i'm going your neighborhood mall and a cinnabon mm-hmm. great combination okay. great combination because i've never seen a cinnabon unless it was at a mall or an airport i don't think i've ever seen a cinnabon in the wild like they're always they're always in there I mean, am I wrong here? Really am I true. missing a whole a whole bevy of them or something? They are in truck stops sometimes. I will say that. I've seen them in truck stops before. But I yeah, I can't remember the last time I saw a Cinnabon that wasn't attached to one of those. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't even think I've seen it in a truck stop. Yeah, I've I've had one at a truck stop, I remember. It was down in Long Beach. Or like near Long Beach, not in Long Beach. Good? Yeah, oh yeah. Cinnabon, yeah. I mean, you okay. just have to not look at the nutrition facts. I think it's like 1,800 calories for one, but they're, <laughs> they're unreal. They're so, there's also, if we were just doing a top five, like not thinking about it, eating the food because it tastes good, that's up there. It's so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so <laughs> good. But, um, but yeah, so that's my number five. That rounds out mine. What you got for your last pick there, Wiz? So this last one, um, I hope that all my sneakerheads feel me in this one. A new pair of shoes and a new pair of socks together. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't feel crispy than that. You feel like you just stepped off of like the mannequin at foot longer. You feel like the man. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. New shoes feel real good. Like I was saying, that that compliments my favorite compliment to get. Hey, I like your shoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I bought them for a reason but it just immediately <laughs> affirms the purchase. But uh, exactly. no, it's, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. I like that. Um, so just to uh, run down our picks, um, Chad first went uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley for his first overall uh, best combination. Number two was Rain and Sleeping In. Three, Ketchup and Fries. Four, Middle School Dances and Axe Body Spray, which, I mean, honestly, like probably should have been the first overall pick in hindsight. Yeah. Uh, fifth was Neighborhood Mall and Cinnabon. And then um, for me, I went first Shaq and Kobe, two music and good speakers, three opening night for a new movie and popcorn, four good friends road trip, and five new shoes, new socks. I feel pretty yeah. strong about this list. I cannot get blown out like I did last time. Yeah. I mean, I think John C. <laughs> Riley, John C. Riley, and Will Ferrell are going to be divisive. A lot of people hate Will Ferrell. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I it's don't, for any I don't good reason. Know how. Yeah. Yeah, he is a comical genius. Mm-hmm. Well, Will Ferrell, especially, like people hate Adam Sandler, and I get that one a little bit more. I like Adam Sandler, but Adam Sandler plays the same guy in a hundred movies. And if you don't like that guy, probably not gonna like Adam Sandler. But um exactly. also Adam Sandler, that was wild, like a year ago. He just went to a Denny's. You remember that? Or an IHOP or wherever he went? Do you remember that story? Yeah. And they like wouldn't seat him. He's like, Oh, okay, and then left. <laughs> <laughs> because like, they were they were busy he's like yeah it's an hour and a half he's like oh yeah i'm not waiting for ihop for that long sorry and then he just took off i respected that that's but, so um, yeah exactly <laughs> uh for for honorable mentions i had a bunch i mean there's a bunch of easy ones that we could have done avocado and toast salt mm-hmm. and pepper uh Fire. like a like mexican food and corona uh like cooking outside and country music i almost picked that one because I don't, one. I don't love country music, but when I'm outside cooking, I do. Um, just a bunch. Listening Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Um, what else? I had. Uh, I wanted to do 
like a 30 minute car ride and a friend who has a good playlist or like a friend who picks good music. Cause like a 30 yeah. minute car ride can be nothing. If you have a guy who picks six good songs, like it's oh, nothing. Yeah, it'll fly by. Yeah. Um, trying to think of other ones, just like, like a uh, late twenties white guy and his Xbox. Like that's, that's always, Legendary. they always, I mean, I play video games probably twice a week. I still do. And mm. I'm a 27 year old white guy. So um, all that. <laughs> Going off of that, uh, maybe like Call of Duty Modern Warfare and like a Snapple. Yeah. You know, some real like m- middle school vibes. Yeah. No, there's a bunch that I, that I went through that were like, they were just too stupid, like water and ice cubes. That, that to me <laughs> is probably my favorite drink in the world. Just cold water all day. Yeah. All day. That, that's pretty good. Uh, steak and wine is another good one. That one I, yeah. I, I left off of mine. That was, the that was two that the it. two that you could do forever were food and athletes. Like there's an endless yeah. amount of both of those, which is why I picked two food ones. But um, yeah, yeah, I there, feel there's like we a got bunch. out of that uh, that space though. You know, I, I feel like we yeah. didn't subscribe too much to food and athletes, which I'm proud of this. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm proud of us too. We did good. But um, the the uh, the other one that I wanted to pick but couldn't figure out how was grandmas and grandma cars. Like, like doing like grandma in like an early 2000s, like sedan. Just like, yeah. always. Or like the but, 1950s, like Cadillac, like the, mm-hmm. the, the long one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like go like into the next lane, just turn right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the boat one. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, dogs, dogs and toys also was on my list. Mm-hmm. Just having a toy and a dog can, you know, just satisfy you all day. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Being sick and having a show—that's a good one too. They're just having like a day and being like, "They just released a new season of this. Let's go." But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's a whole bunch of good ones. I want to end it though, talking about something. Was this the best halftime show of our lifetime for the Super Bowl here? Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Anderson Pack, Sneaky on the drums. I I am very inclined to do so just because I feel like it was definitely appealing to us. You know, we we were the audience that it was speaking yeah. to. I just, I'm gonna say yes, but I do want to give honorable mention to the Prince one, yeah, which was was that like almost ten years ago, and then Shakira and J Lo two years ago was also great. Mm-hmm. The Prince one's the one that comes yeah. to mind. I also really liked the Who when they did it. That was a good one, if that I'm not good, mistaken. Yeah. Whenever they did it, um, and then everyone talks about the older ones. Like we were kind of too young for the Janet Jackson jt the whole ripping the boob out all that stuff we were kind of too young for that i think we were in middle school when that happened so i don't really yeah i don't remember that for what it was and also janet jackson to me is not janet jackson she she doesn't even really strike me when when i think of janet jackson that's the first thing i think of. I don't think of exactly. the musician so it kind of makes things a little different too but it was funny my favorite exactly. meme was the the leonardo dicaprio un, um once upon a time in Hollywood where he's pointing at the mm-hmm. screen with a cigarette and mm-hmm. it was a uh, millennials watching this Super Bowl halftime show, like pointing at the screen. Cause it's like, you're right. Hey, I, hey. Think, I think all this is, was it was the first Super Bowl really that came out and had songs that appealed to us that appealed to people mm-hmm. of our age that liked that music. I mean, I knew every word to every song except for Mary J. Blige who yeah. random that she was. Yeah, Mary J. was a little bit older. She was a little yeah. bit older. I, I tried to, you know, I figured out exactly like 
pretty much what happened was because Jay-Z is like the creative director for like the NFL and their performances. And he just, you know, is he? Both Dr. Dre. Yeah, he is. I didn't know. That was like right after. Yeah, that, he, that happened right after the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. Because yeah, they were like, oh, was, we're racist. Let's hire a black guy. That's what happened. Pretty much, pretty much, yeah, because, like, the Super Bowl after that was when Justin Timberlake performed, but it was supposed to be Jay-Z and Rihanna, but they both turned it down because, you know, they thought Colin Kaepernick was being blackballed, and then basically, the NFL was like, hey, Jay-Z, what well, if we gave you a fuckload of money, and then you just, like, ran our performances, and then Jay-Z was like, okay, that's fine, you're not racist anymore, but, <laughs> so, he just, Jay-Z booked Dr. Dre, and Dr. Dre just wanted to, like, play, he wanted to bring on all the people that, like, he signed to his label, like, mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige signed to his label, um Eminem everybody everybody on there signed his label. even Anderson Pack who's playing the drums for Eminem was signed his label so mm-hmm. that's what it was I think we're gonna have to do a top we did a top five party songs I think we're gonna have to do like a top five songs for a performance draft that's gonna be tough mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how we'll do that because I feel like we'll have starkly different lists but mm-hmm. we, we need to we need to do that somehow anyway absolutely this is a great episode um a lot of fun i think we're going to end it with what do we want to end it with what song this week was what do we got oh man in honor of the super bowl halftime show we're gonna go out with lose yourself by eminem sounds, sounds good spaghetti sounds good yeah that was probably the most recognizable intro too i would put it up mm-hmm. there with any rap song not ever but i mean Dun, 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 dun. crazy but um yeah anyways <laughs> thank you so much for listening guys we appreciate you so much barry bond should be a hall of famer and we're sticking by that um until next time follow us on social media at your podcast underscore og thank you so much to wiz good luck on the bar if we don't talk to you before then um and to everyone out there hope you have a nice rest of your week nice rest of your weekend and yeah keep on doing it thank you so much for being here and supporting Bon, keep it on people.